1: The following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised.
2: Hi, everybody. Coming up, Nicole tells you a fortune looking ahead. So get out your crystal
3: and stay tuned with Mistress Nicole.
2: All dressed in leather. You won't forget her. You want to love her and you won't let go. Who's that woman? Crazy woman. Nicole.
0: All right. Well, (laughs) welcome back to another day just like the other day, just like the day before. You know, what do they say is the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result? Um. somebody should tell Kevin McCarthy that when 20 people vote against you nine times, you, maybe you should get the message. You know, look, I, I, I'm thick-headed sometimes. Sometimes it, it takes me being hit over the head a number of times before I get it. But eventually I get it. Kevin McCarthy just won't let go. It's amazing. So, deja vu all over again, burning down the Republican House, um, disorder in the house. I mean, I, boy, if I was doing a music show, there'd be no lack of songs to play that fit the theme. But alas, I can't do that. So um, Howie Klein will be here today. It's Thursday, so we can talk music. but I, it's funny, listen, looking at the, the the YouTube chatters, a lot of people want Howie Klein's take on the shit show. That's happening in the U.S. House of Representatives. Nancy Pelosi, um, who is now just a rank and file member of the Democratic caucus in the House, um, was quoted in an article that I read about an hour ago saying we're not going to help Kevin McCarthy get elected. Look, it's our job to work with the opposition on policy to to do good for the country. But they've got to elect their speaker first they've got to elect their leader that's on them and well <laughs> they just can't do it so when we last met yesterday right they they uh, remember i played for you the audio where um uh one of the republicans came in it, 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 earlier when they when they adjourned the daytime session, and said we're going to come back at eight o'clock at night, and and I don't know why anybody didn't object and ask for a voice vote because as you heard, I played it here yesterday. Let's see, maybe I can um pull it up again real quick because they called for the the voice vote, um, and it was, you know, to me, it sure sounded like um, where is it? Here we go. Uh, but listen, this, this was how it went yesterday afternoon, I think. No
1: member elect having received the majority of the votes cast, a speaker has not
0: been elected. For what purpose does a gentleman from Oklahoma rise?
3: I move that we adjourn until 8 o'clock this evening.
0: 8 o'clock this evening. The right. question is on the motion to adjourn. All those in favor say aye. All those in favor say aye. 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 All those opposed no? No. The eyes, have it. the eyes have it. What? See, I heard the no's yeah, having it. Is. it. The, right? the, the motion is adopted. What? And now you hear some objections, right? In fact, there's a bit of an uproar. Is a member demanding the a's and a's but no member, a member demanded demand the a's and nays. No. Okay. Motion is adopted. The, the motion is adopted. So that's what happened yesterday. I love that, okay, the the woman, Cheryl Johnson, who is the clerk of the, uh, of the house, is the basically acting speaker, but she still has somebody standing off to the side feeding her the lines that she's supposed to speak, which I just, I don't understand. Why doesn't the guy who's feeding her the lines just say it? You know, I'm all about efficiency. But anyway, I digress. So they came back at 8 o'clock, and, well almost immediately they um <laughs> they they called for an adjournment again seriously uh and it was contentious hold on let me see. i i didn't pull that clip over here let me see if i have it um yeah so listen to this because obviously they couldn't even get their shit together to have a civilized uh voice vote to adjourn so they they went out to dinner they broke for a few hours, came back, and then they called to adjourn again because obviously they weren't making any progress. But listen to the disorder in the house. Whoops. Let's try that again. On this vote,
1: on this vote the yays are two hundred. On this vote the yeas are two hundred and sixteen. The nays are two hundred and fourteen. Accordingly, is adopted. Accordingly, the House stands adjourned until noon tomorrow.
0: So that was last night. So, yes, after all that, they came back and then they adjourned and they went back into, well, not into session today. They went back into voting mode. And here's where the deja vu comes in. We have all been here before. So let's let's recap, shall we? On Tuesday... On Tuesday, they had voting in round one, two, and three. And, you know, if the speaker was chosen on a plurality, basically just needed more votes than the other guy, it would be Hakeem Jeffries. Hakeem Jeffries, on every one of the votes they've held so far, has recorded 212 votes. There are 212 Democrats in the incoming 118th Congress. There are or will be 222 Republicans Um, in order for uh, McCarthy to become speaker. He needs 218 votes as long as 434 of them. That's how many members there are because one died. um, 218 would give him a majority. Well, he hasn't been able to muster more than, I think, 202 votes. And now it's like down to 201 because there are 19 or 20 members who will not vote for him. So on Tuesday, it was votes one, two, and three. Jeffrey's getting 212 votes and McCarthy getting significantly less. On, two, on Wednesday, yesterday, they come back in. They do rounds four, five, and six. And nothing changed. They went out. They came back at 8 o'clock last night, obviously. Obviously didn't have the votes, uh, adjourned again, came back today at noon and had rounds seven, eight and nine. And guess what? Still nothing has changed. And now. I couldn't make this up if I tried. They are on the 10th round of votes, 10th, the 10th ballot. Uh, at this moment, at what time is it? 5.08 p.m. Eastern. Hakeem uh, 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 Jeffries has 15 votes. McCarthy has 16. Donalds, the black Republican who they've put up as a sacrificial lamb, I guess, or a token, um, has zero. But others have three. I understand in the last round, Matt Gates voted for Donald Trump because, you know, they take this so seriously. Uh, Or not. It's insane that this is going on. Yes, what's the definition of insanity? What they're doing over and over and over again. It's just, it's inconceivable. But I'll tell you, even more inconceivable, these 19 or 20, I guess there are 20 of them now that uh, somebody has been voting present, um, are seemingly intractable. They're not going to vote for for Kevin McCarthy and one of the most loudmouthed—I was going to say outspoken, but that's not really the right word to describe Lauren Boebert. She's a loudmouth. She made the media rounds last night. First, oh, this was just classic. She goes on Sean Hannity's show, you know, and I guess they at one time <laughs> at one time were friends. Um, I don't know that they are anymore because, well, let me just play for you a clip. So so this is Lauren Boebert on the Fox channel, not news, but channel with um, Sean Hannity. And well, you tell me what happened here?
4: We are going to get there. I am fine doing this. We're in day two. It's okay. The government isn't spending um, money sending it to Ukraine, so the American taxpayers are certainly winning. What? Uh, politically,
3: politically you know, Congresswoman, this... you agree and I agree on most things. We don't disagree on many yes, things. Yes, Sean. And, and I, I do have Correct. respect for you. I believe that history will th- show however, that I'm on
4: the right side of this, Sean. Is she, is her? Well,
3: you, you can believe you're in your position. Affectation but your really words. annoying? You said to President Trump, you said we're well, very clear he doesn't have t- 218 so you need to ask him to withdraw if by friday you and your group of 20 don't have a name with 30 votes is it time for you to withdraw and if not why do you support a double mm. standard
0: last good question. question actually
4: kevin mccarthy does not have 218 votes kevin mccarthy and you will have, not be and, you have I- and you
0: have 20 and you have 20.
4: I asked you a very specific have question by Friday. Listen, when we, when you we don't get this right, 30, I will not, Sean. I will not withdraw. Our asks not. Were, were not petty of Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> they were not self serving. We said no. were asking for commitments on what the Americans want to see. They want a to what? A vote on term limits. A
0: vote really? The- okay, so she goes on and on, and thankfully the, the clip cut off there. Let me tell you what these 20 want, um, because it's not. What the American people want, despite what Ms. Bobert says, um, so OK, so here are some of the demands and 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 just so you know what has changed, what changed overnight? Is McCarthy caved even more? I couldn't make this up if I tried. Kevin McCarthy already would be the weakest speaker in American history, if he were to somehow get the gavel after all of this. But um, uh, (laughs) it's just astounding. So last night he agreed to more of their demands. This is a man who's been held hostage by a 10th of his caucus, and he's bending over backwards to acquiesce to their demands because he so wants to be speaker, he's not going home until they make him speaker. Well, he may have to. Okay, so what he what he appears to have agreed on last night, remember, one of the big demands was this motion to vacate. So the rules change in the house, obviously, when a new speaker comes in. That's why there are no rules in this Congress yet in this house because there's no speaker. So if you're enjoying watching the creative camera work on C-SPAN, it's because there are no rules governing the cameras in the House in the 118th Congress yet. So the people manning the cameras are just... Once there's an actual speaker and rules in place, that won't happen anymore. But that's the reason you saw AOC in a weird conversation with Paul Gosar that you're seeing these huddles on the house floor that you're seeing these strange bedfellows talking that's one of the things so anyway the rule had been in recent times and and again it changes all the time so don't quote me on this but most recently i believe it was there had to be a majority of the party of the speakers caucus in the house to call for him to vacate to hold a vote to basically relieve the Speaker of his or her position. Well, Kevin McCarthy already gave in to these maggots demands uh, uh, to some extent, and he lowered that to five. Instead of a majority of members of the caucus, it would only take five members to, uh, to force a vote to oust a Speaker. Well, that still wasn't good enough. They wanted to lower that to one, so that any one member of the House of of the uh, the party in power in the House could call for a vote to oust the Speaker, and that was a red line for McCarthy up until last night. And he gave in. And what his minions are now saying, they're arguing that, well, there's not a huge practical difference between this between just one member and his previous offer of requiring five members to trigger the vote. <laughs> there's not a big difference between one and five. Hmm. Bullshit. Oh, excuse me. That's bullshit. Um. Then there's, you know, the freedom caucus. Most of these maggots are part of the freedom caucus. They're the outgrowth of the, of the teabagger movement from the 2010s. Right. And so, one of their demands, these hostage takers in the, in the House who are holding up all of the Congress's business so far, I mean, to the point where no member has even been sworn into the House of Representatives yet, because that can't happen until the Speaker is seated. Um, one of their demands, and there are many of them, is that they want two seats on the House Rules Committee That's the committee that oversees the amendment process for the floor. They want two seats on that very powerful House Rules Committee reserved for members of the Freedom Caucus. Excuse me? Want four. Because two isn't enough. It's just astounding that a group of really, I mean, it's five. There are five core members and there are, I guess, 15 others who are, Keeping them company um, that they are saying, well, we want the wing nuttiest of us all to have positions of power in the House Rules Committee. So we want to carve out two, three or four seats for members of this most wing nutty of, of, of caucuses in the House Republican caucus, the Freedom Caucus. Um, And on top of that, you know, it's usually up to the speaker to choose who sits on whatever committee. Well, these maggots want to choose their own members for these jobs. So, you know, they want to take an already kind of toothless, feckless uh, McCarthy and render him legless, (laughs) limbless, too. Um, They also have demanded a vote on term limits. Some will probably go along with that. Uh, They want major changes to the appropriations process because, you know, they keep saying with no evidence whatsoever that, you know, the Democrats, the American people didn't want this one point seven trillion dollar omnibus bill. Well, you know what I say to that? Bullshit. Maybe you didn't want it, but don't speak for me. Don't speak for the American people. You don't speak for me, Uh, Lauren Boebert. Oh, by the way, so after she went on Hannity's show last night, she went on Stephanie Rule's show, The 11th Hour on MSNBC. And Stephanie Rule, I give her a lot of credit. She held her feet to the fire. You know, I didn't, I actually didn't pull um, clips from the interview, mostly because I was out looking at cars with my kid today, running around. So I apologize. I shirked my responsibility. But um, let me just share with you a few minutes. I'm just going to cue in to the middle of this interview, if I can, uh, because it was pretty astounding. Um, Lauren Boebert, first of all, she's got the weirdest affectation where she overpronounces every t you know, it's like you've here. We have to
4: make sure that there is a check and a balance and that there are rules in place. Listen to her we teeth. need the tools that are available to us to actually govern the way that we campaigned. OK, then here's where I'm scratching my head. If you're talking about a person that will unite the Republican Party, I heard you this afternoon talk about consensus. Perhaps you and I have a different definition of consensus. He's got 200 votes. Yesterday, you backed Jim Jordan. Today, you're backing Byron Donalds as speaker. <laughs> He's got twenty votes. Twenty. You think that guy's getting to two eighteen tomorrow? <laughs> I uh, know that there are many of our colleagues who are cheering us on silently um, and silently voting for Kevin McCarthy. Help, Rolled, out, we're we're going to here. get there, I, I'm as long be as it takes. You. We are going to get there, and we're going to make sure that this is right for the American people. We want to see change in Washington D.C., <laughs> and we want to see policies um, that are passed that actually help the American people. Look, Kevin McCarthy has been in leadership for 14 years. What does he have to show for that? We I, aren't just electing somebody who can fundraise and and just rubber stamp him in office. That's person? not what I was elected to do. What you're seeing here is a constitutional republic at work it, it may look messy it may look chaotic <laughs> but this no, is no, us exactly. and actually and, and, using our votes and i believe our founding fathers go stephanie come way. on go okay well our founding fathers aren't here so let's get real and let's get practical you can say what you believe i believe children are our future so teach them well and let them lead the way <laughs> that's a song you are backing a guy with 20 votes is he getting to 218 tomorrow People who are silently cheering him on will not help when they round everybody up and ask for a vote tomorrow. I do believe that we are seeing growing opposition. Oh,
0: God, shut up. Okay, the interview was worth watching, not because of Lauren Boebert. Believe me, if I never hear that woman speak again, it would be too soon. But Stephanie Rule she was great and yes Diane, uh david in the chat room says her expressions are priceless her rolling of her eyes her looking off screen in react to obviously to somebody who's you know producing or whatever to the re- to the responses that this woman i i i'm i'm biting my tongue that this woman um says that the nonsense is just I mean she makes Sarah Palin sound almost articulate (laughs) almost I said almost not completely but almost it's just just unbelievable now one other thing that I want to make clear and we'll talk with Howie about this as well because um you know We keep hearing about all of the the negotiations going on behind closed doors. That's why, you know, they didn't get enough done during the little dinner break last night. So they had to break overnight. Pizzas were brought into the house to, you know, for these meetings because, you know, pizza will do it. Pizza? Um, Anyway, uh, (laughs) anyway. If you think that it's only these members or members-elect negotiating, then you're not paying attention. Because what is the number one rule when it comes to these Congress critters, especially the Republicans? Follow the money. In this case, it's the money from the super PACs. You know who's calling the shots? There are two super PACs who are, I guess, on the phones with – uh, the the leaders, if there are such things, in the House Republican caucus, you've got the Kevin McCarthy aligned congressional leadership fund who is now working in conjunction with the right wing club for growth. Now, the club for growth was initially opposed to a Speaker McCarthy, and they said that they would stay out of any open house primaries for safe Republican seats. Right. Um. In the past, the two groups often found themselves at odds with each other. Uh, the uh, Congressional Leadership Fund poured millions of dollars in races to back establishment candidates, while the Club for Growth was endorsing you know, primary challengers from the far right. So in return for the promise that they would no longer get involved in primary races, the Club for Growth dropped its opposition to McCarthy. So you'd think that maybe that would clear the way for him to have, get some more votes today, but he didn't. He still has, you know, what I'm surprised about is that there haven't been, um, more defections against McCarthy, uh, because the, the vote counts for the three, now four votes that they've taken today. Um, Still, you know, uh, still show more than the four that McCarthy can afford to lose. In fact, right now they're on the tenth ballot, and here's where the tally stands at this moment. You have uh, 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 Hakeem Jeffries once again in the lead with seventy-nine votes. Uh, Mitch uh, Mitch McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy with seventy-three. Donald's, we should just call him Token. If you watch uh, South Park, you'll know it's not Token. It's Tolkien. Yeah, right. Um, Donald's with four. Others, six. So, so far, 10 of these um, uh, hostage-taking Republicans in the House, uh, 10 have voted against Kevin McCarthy, giving him another loss. So... I don't know how long they're going to keep doing this. Now, what has happened is this now, this speaker's election has now surpassed the one from 100 years ago. In 1923, the last time there was no speaker chosen on the first ballot, it went for nine. Yep, it took them nine ballots to finally get a speaker elected. Well, twenty. Twenty yeah, nineteen twenty-three's got nothing on twenty twenty-three because they are now in the tenth round of voting, and they still have to go for like another hour, um, uh, uh, counting these votes. And but already McCarthy has lost, so I don't know what his game plan is. I do not know what his what his plan is. Uh, Robert Naples, hi. Have a plan. Say what. Oh, God, Robert, you're breaking up on me.
2: Oh, hang on. I'm in the bed. i take a if I call you back in a minute? Or what do you no, want no, it? no. You got it now.
0: Talk, 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 because I only have a minute. All right. Like,
2: like I said, I would have spiked those pizzas that went into the to feed those monsters, because today we had less people in that room. Um, but I'm, huh. I'm, I'm oh, my God, I forgot what I was called for. I actually had them in Oh, boy. I'm oh, getting old here from Florida. I'm going with you in Arizona. I'm getting blind here. I'm getting blind here. <laughs> Actually, I got a cop behind
0: me looking at me on the phone. Oh, okay, go, go. Be safe. Robert, we'll talk to you later. That's Robert Naples on the road, always listening, calling in whenever he can. So, um, you know, look, it wouldn't be another day on the Nicole Sandler show. Oh, shoot. Where is my um, I had another song to play for you before Howie gets here. And I, oh, there it is. Okay. I thought I lost it, but I found it. Because what would a another day of voting against Kevin McCarthy look like without a Mangy Fetlocks tune? Take it away, Mangy.
2: He's uh, turning out to be uh, more of a loser than Donald Trump. oh even.
0: hold on. I, I need to start it over. I, I, uh, I'm a mess today. Here we go.
2: Howdy, folks. Mangy Fetlocks here. Poor Kevin McCarthy. Six votes against him for House uh, Speaker. He's uh, turning out to be uh, more of a loser than Donald Trump even. Oh! Kevin McCarthy won't sleep well tonight. These past two days, things haven't gone right. He's a loser. That's being polite. Six time loser. Yeah, poor Kevin won't sleep well tonight. Today, Trump thought he'd give him a boost to put Kevin in the House Speaker's roost. Trump's so weak though, no votes were produced. It appears Kevin's cook has been goosed. (laughs) Not sure if that's right, but uh, it rhymes better that way. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening.
0: Yeah, mangy fetlocks, everybody. Yes, no, I know. Tamara is saying the longest vote for Speaker of the House happened in 1855 as the 34th Congress. It took 133 ballots until the majority in the House was able to pick a Speaker. It was like two months. I mentioned that yesterday, Tamara, but that's okay. This now moves up to the second longest, um, and hopefully it won't take them months to get to the right place. By the way, programming notes. Somebody just asked, uh, did we ever found, find out what happened with, Lu- with uh, Will Bunch yesterday? He forgot. Um, I, I have some very apologetic uh, messages from Will Bunch from yesterday. He's like, I just plain forgot. I feel really bad. I feel really stupid. He said he was online until 5.15 and then I think his wife had him run out for a, an errand. He just totally spaced out. Shit happens. We'll get Will back on sometime in the next week or so, uh, and I'll remind him. or I'll get a phone number just in case. All right, but you know what? It is Thursday. I have to think twice about that for a moment. I, I'm a bit. I'm a bit uh, uh, brain dead today, but that's all right. We'll, we'll get. We'll get through it. I think. Um, but you know what happens on Thursdays, don't you? Whose turn is it to mix up the Dirty Debbies? Are you a multinational
3: corporation hungry for a treat? Well, come on down to Schmucky Chuckie's, where you'll personally be seated by Chuck Schumer himself. So many dishes, and they're all fresh. You're going to love our Blue Dog special, the Dino Burger, because we say so. A good hamburger and French fries. And every burger comes with a side order of... Grits. I love grits. I love anything with corn. It's corn. All for only $50,000. Wash it all down with a dirty Debbie. Nine-tenths water, one-tenth oranges. After a week or two, you drink this, it's 200 calories, and it's acidic. And wipe your mouth with a tissue print of Glass-Steagall. For dessert, try our DNC tarts. Little cookies tell the quality of that. Most restaurants give you a mint, but at Schmucky Chuckies, you get complimentary. Sweet and low. Who picks up the tab for all this? Find out now with Howie Klein of DownWithTyranny.com on the Nicole Sandler Show.
0: Hi, Howie Klein.
1: Hi. You know, it's funny. Just when it said um, uh, Dirty Debbie. Yeah. She popped onto the
0: screen. It's like like the playing um, uh, Dark Side of the Moon with the Wizard of Oz. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The Wicked Witch of the West comes in just at the right time.
1: It was funny
0: yeah i'll bet so howie um what a shit show this is so I, you know th- we've heard it over and over again it's a cliche at this point the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again expecting different results they're now in the 10th round of voting
1: right they are in the 10th round of voting mccarthy's gonna lose this one again yeah already has but 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 yeah he they seem to have made a deal um so I don't know if, if they're gonna actually have him win on January sixth, oh, which God. is gonna be tomorrow, which oh. would really be amazing. Or they'll, uh, you know, sort of skip a day. I mean, I don't think they could. You know, I think it would be just be too much publicity-wise for that for him to be declared speaker on the sixth. Yeah. But from all I'm hearing, is he's got the votes now.
0: Really? So what changed? Because well, that's what I'm hearing.
1: But uh, I shouldn't. I, I don't want to make people think that it, that's that's for sure. That it's really mostly coming from his camp. Uh, other people are telling me there's no way that there are you know that there are four Republicans who will just not vote for him no matter what happens. But on the other hand, there are several Republicans who aren't going to show up. Uh, starting well, one didn't show up today. Oh, really? Uh, Ken Buck, oh. well, uh, yeah, I mean, he might have been there early in the day, but but he, he, had a, he, had a, he said he had a, a medical appointment, and he's, he left. He's not coming back tomorrow either. Uh-huh. And then there are others, you know, um, who have problems. Someone's mother died, and the, the funeral is tomorrow. There are several Republicans who who say they're not coming in tomorrow. Interesting. So we'll see. I mean, you know, uh, it's still, you know, like I said, a couple of members and their staffers who I know Uh, Who are part of the Kevin McCarthy team have told me that it's it's a done deal. Huh. I would also uh, warn, as I say that, that they've said that before.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. And uh, and did this just happen in the what hour since they started the tenth round of voting? Because
1: just before the tenth round.
0: Oh wow. Interesting. But no
1: one, no one thinks that, that he's going to win the 10th round. He's not. No, it's but,
0: ar- he already <laughs> lost. There's already 10 votes against him, and he can only lose four.
1: Right. So there's no way he's going to obviously win the 10th, uh, you know, unless a whole bunch of Democrats vote for him, and that ain't going to happen. Nope. So, so that leaves um, the 11th round, which they, they, they may have today. Or it'll be tomorrow, or they'll skip the January 6th for obvious reasons, and and either do it on the weekend or wait till Monday.
0: Oh, my God. Now, here's the other part that I didn't realize. Um, because there are no rules yet for the 118th Congress, Kevin Me McCarthy—
1: running wild on the floor. <laughs> yes.
0: And Kevin McCarthy can't just say, okay, we're stopping the votes. That's why everything has to be put to a vote. Nobody can say— we're, we're not having any more votes tonight. Everything has to be put to a vote.
1: Right. Well, the adjournment has to be put to a vote anyway. Uh-huh. But the thing is, is that uh, McCarthy is kind of, or although he's backed off a little bit, but he's kind of been acting as though he were already speaker. Yeah. Uh, like I said, he did back off because some of the members uh, called him out on it. But he has occupied Nancy Pelosi's office.
0: Yes, he has. And, and, and you
1: probably saw that letter from Matt Gaetz, uh, <laughs> the architect. Yes. The guy who is in charge of the offices is called the architect. Yes. And Matt Gates sent him a letter, you know, saying he, he demands that um, that uh, the squatter in there get removed from the
0: office. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Look, I am no fan of Kevin McCarthy's, but his trolling has been pretty epic this week. <laughs> well, you mean Matt Gates. I mean Matt Gates. What who yeah. did, what did I say? Sorry. I I got no sleep right. last night. I mean, you meant Matt. And, yeah. Yeah, Matt Matt Gates. He's You know,
1: the other thing is is that um, you know, if it was up to me, uh, you know, I, I would hope that they'd all be on a big giant bus and it would go over a cliff. But that said, and I mean it, um the the case that some of these guys are making is a good case. Uh, you know, um, the power that's been invested in the uh, speaker over the last decade or so is, is too much. Right. And, and I, and I, I you know, even though I hate these Freedom Caucus people, the the arguments that they're making are pretty good.
0: Well, so the things that they're fighting for, some of it. Now, what do you think about the motion to vacate? Should one member of the caucus be able to call a vote to remove the speaker from, from office? Sure. OK, Why not? I, I guess Why not?
1: Why not? that's the way that's the way it's been until Nancy Pelosi changed oh. it. And so it's been that way for over 100 years, a lot of uh, like way over 100 years. And no one ever abused it. It's never been abused. So then Pelosi changed it. And now it's going back to the way it was originally. And uh-huh. maybe, you know, when Hakeem Jeffries becomes speaker, maybe you'll <laughs> change it back. I don't know. But I, I think it's fine.
0: OK, now th- th- they also want to vote on term limits. Nothing wrong with that.
1: Right. That, that would be a constitutional amendment. So that they, they, they can't make that happen. But, you know, you can have a vote. vote sure.
0: Have the vote. That's not, you know, no skin off anyone's nose. They can do that. This is the Real one that gets me.
1: Find all this stuff. That, that's what the problem is, because if what they're really trying to do, and I think what they're really trying to do almost positive is to have the tools to shut down the government. That's what they're looking for. And that's where the problem comes in.
0: Yes, and and there's a bigger problem, too. But uh, there's one demand that these, I call them hostage takers, are making that I think is ridiculous. And that is they want seats carved out on the House Rules Committee for members of the Freedom Caucus.
1: not, Not just the House Rules Committee. Yes, the House Rules Committee, but also other important committees where, they, where they're where they not due to have representation. Also, they're demanding to be the chairs of some of the subcommittees when they, their members weren't in line for that. Seniority, what they, right? What a jellyfish McCarthy is, because he's giving into these demands. At first, he said he would never, never, never give into yep. these things. Yep. And he is giving into them now, including stabbing his own supporters in the back and and, and to make way for Freedom, freedom Caucus people. So... You know, I mean, I wish some of these uh, supporters of his would stand up and be men themselves. Or women, yeah. But they, they don't. They're just letting him do whatever he wants, which is pretty ugly.
0: It is pretty ugly. And so do you agree with the assessment that even before he capitulated to all these demands and he caved into a bunch more last night and obviously right. some today if every they've cut a deal. Every
1: demand, that Every demand. That There's he, nothing that he's holding out right? On. It's like, you know, give me another one. I'll, I'll agree to it. They don't trust him. So, so that's that, so that's so so there may be enough holdouts to not give him the the uh, the gavel, but I don't think there are. But they definitely don't trust him.
0: Right, but but so he already was believed that he w- if he were to get the gavel would be the, the the weakest speaker in history. Well, now that that's that on steroids because he keeps giving into their demands. So he just wants yep. the title in the office.
1: That's right so he'll be he'll be speaker in in, in name, name only. only what it comes down to wow. but, you know i'll tell you I, um, so an old I wrote about this yesterday it was it, it was um, an old kind of <laughs> a date that I once had, but I stayed in touch with this guy for for over the decades, but it was just someone really it was basically a one night but it was an afternoon one afternoon stand. <laughs> Yeah. It, 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 the guy was like a uh, is a a hardcore born into the Republican party. So he's a hardcore Republican uh-huh. because his parents were very very wealthy. When I when I met him in the 90s, I think it was the 90s. Yeah. He was um uh, you know, his family was very very connected uh, to um to Giuliani and 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 anyway, I didn't treat him really nicely. Uh-huh. Once he started telling me who he was, he, he was very hot, but he started telling me who he was and what he was and who his family was and and I treated him very badly and 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 then what happened is he loved that. Oh god. Yeah, he loved being treated badly. So uh so <laughs> we we kind of stayed friends a little while. But anyway, <laughs> he now works on Capitol Hill and he's got a big top job and that's that's my main uh, my main source from inside the Republican Party, even to the point where sometimes my friends in the Democratic caucus call me and say, how do you have this information <laughs> when <Well>, we don't? <laughs> and, uh, you know, I've never burned a source. I never would. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a couple of officers that call me and ask me to find things out for them. And and I, and I do. I find out from him. He'll tell me anything.
0: Good. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's good to have friends anyway, on the other side.
1: Yep. So what he told me, I, I was asking him, why why do the, why. Since giving in, since McCarthy is giving in on everything, what's the reticence? Why don't they just take the offering? And what he told me is that they totally don't trust him. And he 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 made this great comparison to Netanyahu, who is, they say is just like McCarthy. Oh my God. He, He'll promise some. He'll promise two people that that the same job he'll say oh yeah you can be the chairman of the uh, appropriations committee and he'll turn around five minutes later and tell somebody else yeah you can be the chairman of the appropriations committee so they, they so that's netanyahu and they say that uh mccarthy's just like him you know no you can't believe a word he says right so that's where the reticence comes in but now i'm hearing that he has you know So I don't know what the mechanism is, but he has set up a mechanism so that they could hold him accountable. Presumably, it's more than just the uh, vacate the chair thing, that there's more to it than that.
0: Um, I, I, I get well. There's a lot of other demands that he's giving into. I don't know. The whole thing is just it, the it, thing is he can give into
1: these demands, and then once he's got the, the gavel, he can then uh, go back on them theoretically. But if they then they could you know vacate the chair, and he's not, he's not speaker anymore. Who, who knows? It's a real circus, you know, in the worst sense. Uh, and it's and you know my worry is that he's not going to have any kind of cloud at all to pass a budget to, uh, you know, take care, you know, to keep the government open. I mean, you know, I just feel like none of that's going to happen now. I mean, he's going to be a total 100 percent pawn of the of the Freedom Caucus.
0: Right. And here's the here's the fear that I'm hearing from the, you know, activists, progressive uh, friends that I have, which is in March, we hit up against the debt ceiling and these. Hostage takers in the House Republican caucus do not want to um, uh, to to increase the debt limit. And what we've been through this ad nauseum every couple of years. And it's always when the Republicans control the House that they make an issue of this because the Democrats pass it. Raising the debt ceiling simply means, yes, we will pay the bills for the money that we've already allocated. Uh, it's all it is. It's not saying we will spend more. It's saying we will pay the bills that we've already charged. Basically we'll pay our credit card bills, but these people, and I use the term loosely don't want to do that. They want to send this country into default and it appears Mm -hmm. that they're going to have a chance to do that in March.
1: Yep. That's what they want to do. And they now have the power to do it. I mean, what can stop them? I mean, they've, they've, what, they, what they were afraid of is that McCarthy would make a deal the way Ryan did and the way Bo- Boehner did to make, to make a deal with Democrats so that Nancy would give them enough votes to make up for the Freedom Caucus walking away. So when, when in other words, when the extreme right, say, 30 extreme right-wingers would walk off and say that we're not voting for this, Pelosi would give them 31 Democrats to vote for it, and it would pass. Uh, and now they've made it so that that um, uh, McCarthy
0: can't do that.
1: Uh, th- th-
0: th- th- so that that McCarthy can't
1: can't make a deal with the Democrats. He can't go to Hakeem Jeffries and say, "I, I you know, I, we, we, you want to keep the government open? I want to keep the government open. I got like these thirty crazy Republicans uh, who uh, are deserting me. Can you give me thirty Democrats?" He can't do that anymore.
0: Oh my even God!
1: If, even if even if. Uh, Jeffries w- would agree with him. Uh, it can't happen. I mean, they or they throw him out.
0: Wow. Yeah. See, this you know he is letting this small group of about ten percent of the caucus hold the rest of the the House hostage. That's why I call them the hostage takers. This is not. The way to run a, 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 a chamber of Congress. This is not the way to run a branch of government. But it, it's just that Kevin McCarthy has always wanted to be speaker and thinks he deserves it.
1: Yes, and it's been his life's dream, and nothing else matters. He just wants that title, even if it's only for one term. But by the way, everyone is blaming these ten percent, this these, what you're calling the hostage takers. Everyone is yeah. blaming them, yeah. and they certainly deserve the blame. But that doesn't mean that the rest of the Republicans don't deserve the blame oh. because they're going along with it. So the so-called mainstream uh, conservatives right. who are behind Kevin McCarthy, they're not any better than the hostage takers. They could put their foot down at any second. I mean, it, it, in other words, this thing could be stopped by any five members. Well, how, why don't five uh, five mainstream people say no? We're, we're not we're not going along with this. Yep. So they're just. Bad.
0: Well, they are. Look, it's the same reason that, you know, any of the, quote, mainstream members didn't stand up against Donald Trump for the last six years.
1: Right. Well, right? yes, more or less. I mean, more or Trump, less. there was another thing which was he he had the power to, um, you know, to go right to the people and clobber these folks. Whereas McCarthy, you know, McCarthy's not well liked. And right. He, he doesn't have any clout with the people.
0: That's true. There, there's always that. Then then, let me ask you this: so there have been a couple of, you know, backbenchers in the Republican Caucus who are now gaining notoriety, most notably Byron. uh, What's his name? Byron Daniels. What? Byron Donald. Donald Donald. from Fort Myers. I mean, you're one of your neighbors. I know. I never heard of him before this week.
1: No, no, one of, uh, Rosendahl Dale or one of them saying millions and millions of Americans look up to him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, even first of all, he won his primary by 700 votes. Oh Second of all, I, I would bet anything that the, even in his district, they don't know who he is. Yeah, uh, he's he's an unknown backbencher uh, who, you know, if, if he's known for anything, it was for his. You know his, his well. He has an interesting story because he was a criminal in Crown Heights, New York. Yeah. He was, you know, he was, he, you know, he was a. I, well, I want to say he was a bank robber, which he was, but not with a, you know, not with a gun. But he he was involved with bribery and fraud and drug dealing. He was a, you know, a bad character, and he did come out of that supposedly. I mean, you know, he's not. A, he doesn't do that anymore. Let's put it like that. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And as far as up, you know, right. And, you know, maybe he's doing other things, like <laughs> taking lots of money from Sam Bankman Freed, which he Hello, did. yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, you know, he, the, the, you know, the main thing is, as you probably saw this going around, it's like, you know, some of my best friends are black, yeah. is the game that these Republicans are playing now.
0: Yeah, because, well, the, you know, the Democrats were having so much fun with all the unity votes for Hakeem Jeffries and a lot of historical mentions made that it was the first time a black man has been nominated for Speaker of the House. So the Republicans have to say, we're going to make history and we're going to have a black speaker he is a token. What he's what they're do, what they're doing to him is disgusting. And he's allowing himself to be used in that manner.
1: Right. And, uh, you know, he, he voted for McCarthy on the first vote. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he so did. Now, yeah. So that's that's sort of over it right now. But he's, uh you know, in the new um, I mean, this guy, Hearn, uh, you, do you know, about him? He, no, he's getting lots of votes now. No. So he, here we are in the 10th round and Hearn, who's also a right winger, but um He's, you know, he's a not very well-known guy. I think he represents Tulsa, Oklahoma. (laughs) He owns um, 18 McDonald's franchises. So he got wealthy off, you know, people being paid slave wages. Sure. Um, And he's, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Boebert nominated him. Oh, right. And it was just her voting for him and and one other friend of his from Oklahoma. And now he's got seven votes. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. You know, I didn't watch. I've been watching. All, Tuesday, yesterday, today, I've been out running, uh, helping my kid look, looking for a car. So we've been out and I haven't been, you know, I've been keeping up on my phone with the tallies, but I haven't watched any of it. So I didn't know who they put up. I do know that there's this, this other awful woman from Florida who I had also never heard of before.
1: Oh, oh you got to hear Cat. her because she's going to be a big deal. She, first of all, she's hot looking, so what? you know that she's terrible on TV. Cat, but this is Anna Paulina Luna. Oh, that's
0: not who I'm talking about. I'm t- there, there's oh. another wingnut oh, from Florida, I'm Cat Cammond, the one who accused the Democrats of boozing it up on the floor.
1: And that was funny because she had just come from a meeting where uh, whats uh, I can't remember the Republican's name. One of their big shots. Oh, Hudson. So he's he's the head of their conference now. Uh, so Hudson. Uh, Oh no! Well, he didn't make the suggestion. Someone made us the suggestion that they all get drunk, yeah, and and that and then they can make the decision uh, easier. When they're all drunk, I heard be that. Easier. Right. And Hudson said he held up his water bottle and he said, "This is filled filled with vodka. If anybody wants any."
0: But she's uh, the she one. And from
1: there and then went right on the floor and accused the Democrats. <laughs> Kat Kamek. She's from uh, you know the suburbs of uh, Jacksonville. Yeah.
0: It's astounding. You know what? She's the third district of Florida. She represents parts of Gainesville. That's because they gerrymandered Florida so much that Gainesville, which should be a bright blue district, was cut up. And so it's all red up there.
1: She, she represents all of Gainesville. Oh, God. I mean, this is a horrible thing for, for like a, you know, it's like a blue, blue, blue dot in yeah. the middle of this city of red, just like Athens, Georgia is a blue, blue uh, dot g- gerrymandered into this horrible red district where so they have no representation.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's all opposite world. But the other one from Florida that you're talking about, who is j- yes. thrown in with the the the, the uh, hostage takers? Another who was it? Laura Loomis or somebody's accusing her of being a witch.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, and it's going to go to court. <gasps> so it's. it's- she become a court case, oh. whether or not she's a witch.
0: I <laughs> wasn't that Christine, what was her name? The, the, the one from... Um, from uh, Delaware. Delaware, right. I thought we were done with the witches in the house. We are that-
1: never done with the witches.
0: <laughs> I guess not. Oh, my God. I, this is just insanity over insanity. And then tomorrow is the anniversary of January 6th, and one of the first, probably the very first thing they did when Congress came back, although the House is officially not in order yet, but they've removed the magnetometers because there's yeah, no danger I mean, of any any gun-carrying crazies going into the Capitol tomorrow.
1: Or today. Or or today, yesterday. but tomorrow especially. Tomorrow's the anniversary. Yes, let's hope they won't shoot each other as long as it's on their side of the aisle. Yeah. The um, So I was so excited because um, uh, 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 someone who is not a member of Congress anymore— but I uh, was uh, and um, is, is on, on his way over to my house. And I was kind of hoping that he would get here while you and I were still on the phone and we could get him to uh, announce what his plans are because they're like pretty uh, spectacular. Uh, but unfortunately, he's not here and I'm not in any position to announce. His, oh, uh, no. Plan.
0: Well, let me ask you, is it? Um, uh, I'll guess. Uh, could it possibly be Ad- Alan Grayson, who's been tweeting a lot lately? He is tweeting, and it's definitely not Alan oh, Grayson. okay.
1: No, Alan is uh, Alan's in uh, Orlando, tweeting away today, having a good time.
0: He is tweeting away a lot. Um, all right, so oh, I'll just have to keep. Uh, I, I'm yeah, not. I'm, this, this isn't
1: this isn't uh, someone that you and I have talked uh, about before. It's not. It's not. He's not even from our perspective a progressive, but he, he's an interesting guy. With, and and what 's going to happen is really interesting, and the whole country is going to be very, very excited about it and I, I thought we could break the news today, Aww. but i can 't do it. I thought he would get here in time to do it, but uh, he's not here no so he' uh, soon
0: he's got five he's, minutes
1: <laughs> well, he could be here in the next five minutes, I doubt it, but he's coming uh, you know he's coming in uh, in an uber oh it was it was funny he, he yeah i 'm taking him to a really great restaurant like an amazing the best restaurant in l a Really? Uh, so, so he's coming from pretty far in an Uber, and then and it's very, very far for me to drive, like too far. So, he, so he said to me after dinner, "How do I get back to my hotel?" <laughs> I said, "Well, you try Lyft."
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, are we going to maybe hear about this tomorrow? Or will you just read it at down dot com?
1: If he lets me.
0: Okay. All right. If he
1: let- Oh. i mean you know obviously you know he's going to have to break the news when he wants to break the news uh not not you know i'm not going to say anything about gotcha. it gotcha okay unless you he, he tells me to
0: well i will wait and since you you're you you're know, t- sometimes you know
1: if you read between the lines of down with tyranny you, you find out of this, this stuff early
0: that is very true uh,
1: you know like you've noticed um just as an example here i'm speaking out of turn but i'm going to do it um you know down with Tyranny is uh has a draft movement well we we will soon have a few draft movements but we have a draft movement right now for uh for the for the missouri senate seat
0: yes josh
1: Hawley? Yes. sorry josh Hawley. it's josh Hawley's seat and we're trying to recruit somebody uh to, oh i'm uh, sorry me- i mean i
0: mean um duh for josh Hawley's seat um um, um, boy, how quickly I forget, um, who was the, the Senate, who, the guy who should have, uh, been, who, who should have gotten Roy Blunt's seat, but lost it right. in, in the primary. Um, right,
1: it will be nice if he can beat, uh, Josh Hawley. Yes, it and would be nice if he can beat, Lucas Kunz. Lucas Kunz.
0: Yeah, that's it. I just, draw, I, I told you I didn't sleep last night. I'm sort of half brain dead, but I, it, I'm, I'm just slow. That's all. Just a little slow today. All right. Well, I guess I'll just have to try to read behind, between the lines. By the way, for anybody who just doesn't check in with Down With Tyranny every day, you put up a post three days ago. And for those who don't know, um, Howie Klein... Uh, we, when we met, he was president of Reprise Records. Um, and you are working on a book in the background, aside, on the, you know, apart from your work as a progressive activist and head of the Blue America Pack and blogging it down with tyranny.com. You're working on this book and you put up a post three days ago titled I Worked at Reprise Records. And you found this book that the staffers put together for you when you were retiring. Is that what this was?
1: It was actually after I retired. They made, they, they it was just the promotion staff. So Ooh. it was, it wasn't the publicity staff or the marketing staff. It was just the promotion guys. And they gave me this book and it, it's a leather bound book. And I, I, I took one, and with gold leaf writing on right. it, I took one look at it, and I, and I didn't open it. I just put it away in a room in my house that I never go in. I never looked at it because it was so embarrassing because they used the word great and my name in the same, <laughs> in the same line that I couldn't handle it. So I put it away, and, and it's been, you know, 20 some odd years. And I was, up, um, I was up in that room the other day looking for something else, and I came across it. And I pulled it out, and I started looking at it for the first time and and it was really pretty touching and interesting, and there were some points in it that I thought were valuable so i so I'm going to use it in my memoir, and I'm writing in the memoir and there um oh do you hear that? I think that's the uh
0: congressman oh we we can patch him in
1: <laughs> uh let's, well let's see
0: okay is it him uh
1: it is no no no. <laughs> Writing about Kathmandu.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh well. <laughs> anyway, yeah.
1: So the so that so that you know one book is interesting. So I, I I took about five or six of the staffers' comments and used them, and and part of this part of the memoir that I'm writing is is demonstrating how people experience the same thing, and then the memories are very very different.
0: That is true. Yeah.
1: yeah. So you know, one of them. Is writing about this experience that he had of watching me in his mind dance down the aisle at a giant concert in Boston right. and, and the police clearing the way for me.
0: Oh, wow. And, and Mac- the person was Mac- who, was Mac- who was writing this.
1: This is in his mind, this happened, but it didn't happen. Really? Oh, I remember what really happened. I mean, and, and not only do I remember what really happened, but I have a tape uh, <laughs> that I used to have as my answer machine tape. Of Stevie Nicks dedicating, um, what is it called? Uh, landslide. La- yes, thank you, landslide to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. It was, in
1: Boston. it was the first night of, of the of the tour for the dance. The album. The sure, dance.
0: I remember. And I was at the taping when they recorded the dance. Um, but in, in Boston, oh. you know, after I left LA, I went to Boston and I programmed a, a very cool radio station there, The River. Andrew Gavazos was yeah, our was, promo was guy. Right I know, and that's who wrote this piece. Yes, exactly. Andrew's a great guy. He is. He is. Well,
1: you know, I, I, so like I said, he has a memory of it, which is very valid. And I have a memory of it. So, you know, but, and they're not the same. And all over the book, that's going to be the case. All of my memoir, sure. that's going to be the case. My old girlfriend. Oh, God. I, oh, we, we're done, right?
0: Yeah. You need Wait, to go? You got to go. go? Okay. I'll all talk right. to you next week. Oh, Bye. Okay. All right. Bye, Bye Howie Klein. Okay, so that was obviously an important call that came in because Howie had to leave very suddenly. Heard the phone ring? Actually, we heard the call waiting thing, and I I could tell. He looked at the phone. He saw who it was. He said, we're done, right? God, to be a fly on the wall. Oh, well. Well, with that, we are done. (laughs) Uh, Stick a fork in this Thursday because it's done. Tomorrow, Friday, it is the second anniversary of the January 6th insurrection. And yes, it was an insurrection. And the one person, you know, if you listen to the show, who has covered the trials of the insurrectionists better than anybody else is our friend Marcy Wheeler, empty wheel. And, um... So Marcy Wheeler will be here, where, to? you know, full disclosure. We're going to tape tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time because she's over there in Ireland. But what she said to me was that between, the, well, when we booked it, which was the beginning of the week and tomorrow, she said, um, uh, she said, I aspire to have a post up by then that plugs in the January 6th committee stuff into what we know about Department of Justice investigation to explain where it might go. Aspirational, but let's be optimistic. So I'm being optimistic. Marcy Wheeler tomorrow on this um, January 6th uh, anniversary. And I'm sorry, I'm just looking. It's now 6 o'clock. And and Kevin McCarthy lost uh, the 10th round of votes. But if we were our, if Howie knows, if Howie's uh, contacts know what they're talking about, maybe tomorrow's the day. But that would be weird, right? Making Kevin McCarthy speaker on January 6th? I don't know. I guess this is where we say to be continued. We will pick this up tomorrow, same time, same place, 5 Eastern, 2 Pacific. Um, I'll see you then. Ah. <sighs> Are we having fun yet?